the college football experience group of five conference previews on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN. Receive a free $25 entry fee in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And make sure you tune into uh, Draft Day on July 13th, where Ryan Real Money Kramer will attempt to draft for 24 straight hours. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, Woo-ee. welcome. Welcome to the College Football Experience Group of Five Conference Previews. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. You can't win. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, and third man in the booth, back from a trip. I feel like this guy was just all over the country. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living. The free lack given former former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Oh yeah. What's up, guys? How are we doing? I mean what up, what up? We're like 41 days away from college football. I mean, that's uh, that's amazing. We're previewing all these games, all these teams, all the everything. We got you covered on the college football experience. We were breaking down 130 teams. But this episode, we're just gonna dive into the group five, the group of five. I'm sorry, go conference by conference, looking at uh, some of the best storylines of what we think can happen. Who will win each conference? Is there a sleeper we're not seeing? So it's always a good time, right? Right, guys. You like a little group of five? Oh, you gotta love it, baby. Give them some love. You, and know? you know what? I'm a fan of, of the little guy. They're not going to be the little guy for much longer. That that imaginary line between, well, I guess the the when Bowling Green hires Rich Rod, they're not going to be the little guy much longer. That's right. That's right. What had been a a dark line, you know, separating the two, is going to disappear with this new twelve team playoff. Not yeah, on wood. Hopefully, hopefully. And I don't care if it's you know Tuesday or Wednesday night action or Conference USA games or the Sun Belt is on the rise. The American is totally legit, just as good as the ACC some years, you know, other than Clemson. So, this is really good quality football here. If you just pay attention to the Power 5, you are missing out. You're missing out on a lot of good football, a lot of betting opportunities, 
and just a lot of fun. So, you know, maybe, maybe if you are one of those, uh, you know, TMZ Pat kind of like guys, <laughs> maybe this is a good podcast to listen to uh, dial on in. And you know what else you're missing out on a lot of damn good coaches. If you don't watch this stuff, that is true. Urban Meyer, Nick Saban got their start in the Mac and let's go right to the Mac, the Mac action Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday. Night. They don't give a shit when it is they'll play on every night. All right. That's what I love about the Mac. Um, now we has, we saw a very small sample season a year ago. I mean, some of these schools like Miami, Ohio, I think played three games. Uh, and by the way, let's just start from the top. Frank Solich had to step down, having some heart issues. Mm. Want to send a bummer. Want to send uh want to send out good vibes to uh, Frank Solich and uh, you know, thoughts and prayers and stuff. Hope, hopefully, you know, everything works out. Okay. Uh, big fan of him in football and uh, clearly Nebraska was on the wrong side of that fire. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now here we are. Uh, like I said, small sample size last year, ball state did win that, uh, that, that conference, despite losing its, its season opener to Miami, Ohio um, this year. I mean, I think that, that this is the most, I, I made this case to you last week off air, Patty C that the Mac is kind of like, to me, one of the more intriguing conferences, because I feel like several years, it's a different, like ball state won it last year, year before that Miami, Ohio year before that Akron lost in the championship. Uh, but Buffalo has been in the championship uh, Western Michigan when Fleck was there, won it. Uh, it's really, you know, a lot of parody Toledo's won it um, recently. Uh, Kent state got there, right. Or Kent state. Yeah. I think Kent state got there. And uh, so it's just been kind of all across the board. I think you can go back and even Northern Illinois, you know, uh, early two thousands uh, or mid two thousands with Rod Carey and Dave Doran getting there, doing some damage. So that the conference as a whole has been, I mean, central Michigan too. So uh, Bowling green, not that far. Dino Babers and Dave Clawson almost. Uh, almost the most competitive conference in football. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I know you're a ball state guy, Patty C, but do you think they can repeat? (laughs) Hey, ball state, Indiana, great football. Maybe the best team in Indiana this year. Probably not. Could be. I mean, Indiana and Notre Dame both have something to say about it, but are either one of them conference champions? You you didn't say Purdue, my boiler Uh, Purdue. they're, They're off the radar. Uh, Look, Ball State is going to be good this year. Mike New doing a great job, former quarterback at Ball State. So, uh, Nick, what's your overall feel of the MAC? I mean, are you, well, do you think Ball State's just gonna gonna take the conference by storm again, or what? Well, no, so I pump those brakes a little bit. Okay, so right now, I mean, just right off the bat, you have a twelve-team conference. So let's break it down per division. Uh, the East, which is usually I would, I mean, I mean, it doesn't really matter. The East West, both are strong, but the East is usually a pretty damn strong division, but between Buffalo losing Leopold and Ohio now losing Solich, you know, both of them recently and Bowling green and Akron being in that. Yeah. And Bowling green and Akron are just, just bad. So like, you know, for example, I thought week one, I thought Syracuse traveling to Ohio. I thought that was, you know, ripe for an upset. Now I'm not so sure. You know, it's tough to to switch and get a new coach in mid July, with you know the season just what six weeks away or something. Yeah. Um. So you know, if you want to break it down, I like going kind of division by division, yeah, yeah, seeing who right. might, seeing who might meet in the championship. So I, I it, it seems to me like it's either in the East, 
you got to look at either Kent State or Miami of Ohio, and probably lean Kent State. I'm with you. I yeah, am buddy. on. I am on. And I think Sean Lewis will be a head coach at a Power Five next year, probably around this time. Um, I, I'm with you. Kent State's the play here. I, Buffalo had a lot of players transfer out after uh, Leopold left, and and Linquist. You know, we've never seen him coach before, so maybe Buffalo could still be a player. Um, but. I agree. It's got to be Kent State or Miami, Ohio. I will say Ohio is kind of the the true wild card, though, because their roster is still pretty good. Yeah, well, are we and, just forgetting that they've had some pretty good years lately? Well, you just assume that they're going to, you know, miss the head coach, but uh, you know, obviously, you also assume that they're going to hire or ha- the interim coach is going to be somebody from within. They're not going to make like a drastic change in, in offense or anything. So maybe the team can, you know, continue going down the path that they were on, but you know, losing a head coach this early to the start of the season has to be red flags. Right? Yeah. And they, they did go with their offensive coordinator, Tim Albin uh, to be yeah. the, the new head coach signed a four year contract. Uh, so yeah, question marks all over this side of it. I think you got to think Kent state, but I will say Miami, Ohio, the last time we had a full season, uh, they were the, 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 the champs out of this side of the, of the whole Mac, really Chuck Martin's bunch. He's been doing a good job. And last year they got affected by COVID more than anyone in the Mac. So uh, yeah, I think that is, is there a, a true dark horse? I think hmm. the odds would probably all be, they're all in the same. I, I don't think there's a true dark. Horse. Akron, Akron would be the, the yeah. true dark horse. Yeah, no, uh, fucking Leffler. Or Bowling Green. Yeah. <laughs> if Leffler wins a conference championship, then I'll fucking I'll stick a fire hose up my ass and, and turn it on full blast. I don't know why I would do that for the, but for the third time in your life. <laughs> yeah. For the uh, third time today. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna make the case that that Akron could be the one to really jump up. You know, Tom. You're, I don't believe you at all. No, but I'm saying like they went really young last year, and Tom Arth is a coach that I think you know has been recruiting better. I did that. I had the Akron play-by-play guy on, and and when we broke them down, I think they have opportunity. So, and I think they they showed little bits of flashes last year. I know they still got destroyed and went one and five, but to me, I saw improvement from 2019 to 2020. Well, so, hold on. The only flashes in the conference are that's the golden flash from Kent State. All right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, I, so, no, I agree. Akron could make some baby steps this year, but before we jumped off of the, you know, the, the, the schools that we thought might win it, I will say you want a reason to watch the Mac. How about last game of the regular season? Miami of Ohio travels to Kent state Ooh. that might decide the division right there. That's how it should always go down. Yeah, uh, that that's probably going to de- de- decide the division. And you you got to hit on Dustin Crum, the the quarterback for Kent State. You know, a lot of publications have him as a top ten to twelve quarterback in the country, mm. getting drafted in the NFL next year. Crum, so, so Crum, yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out on uh, Dustin Crum. I think he's probably well, the best quarterback in the conference. And and not to plug my own columns, which you can find at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, but one of my favorite plays in the Mac was Kent State over five wins. Yeah. That's a I mean, their schedule their at a conference schedule is aggressive as hell, but I agree True. with you. Uh, but also, uh Miami of Ohio, I was also all over the over on them over four and a half wins. Well, you're looking so, great now that Solich <laughs> stepped down. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Uh so it's it's still gonna be a very interesting division. So don't you know, don't just discredit Ohio and Buffalo just yet. But you have to think maybe Kent State and Miami are in the driving seat. <laughs> I agree. I uh, I'm going to push back on this being an interesting division. (laughs) 
It's, <laughs> I just don't find it very interesting, but uh, Kent state number one offense in football last year, Sean Lewis going from two and 10 to seven and six to three and one. I mean, I guess yeah. three and one is tough, but you project that out to a 12, 12 game season. That's nine and three. He is improving greatly where, from a win percentage standpoint. Where is Sean Lewis coaching next year? Is the question. Is it Syracuse? Do they pull the plug on Babers? Go back to a familiar foe? That would be a he smart move. He was the move. former OC of Syracuse. In fact, their offense has kind of fallen off since he left, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, old Sean Lewis. His last year there, I think they won nine or 10 games. So. Can't go wrong with the Wisconsin tight end. You know, never can, never can, buddy. Let's talk the West side of the Mac, though. Let's try to predict what this Mac championship will look like. But when you look at the West, this is actually like where it gets really hard to predict what's what's going to happen here because I think every team's a contender. And I even think Northern Illinois that you look at and say, oh, they're they were winless last year. All those were like pretty close games. And getting Rocky Lombardi, uh, uh, you know, an experienced quarterback. Now I don't know. You can take shots on how the Michigan State offense was a season ago. I still think it's a plus to get an experienced quarterback in the MAC from the Big Ten. I think every team's a contender. Obviously, Northern Illinois, but the, the team that I trust least. But you know, people are saying this is Eastern Michigan's year, Chris Creighton's year to come up and and, and finally get things going. Toledo returns ninety eight percent of their roster, number one in the country. Uh, tied with, I believe, Wyoming, uh, Western Michigan. A lot of people bullish. I think Phil Steele. We just had him on the show. He was talking about uh, Western Michigan being a, uh, uh, you know, much improved. Uh, Central Michigan, kind of, you know, McElwain, and then you got Ball State, uh, the defending champs. What, Nick, what are you thinking here on the West Division in the MAC? Yeah, there's definitely. I think there's an upper echelon. I think a, there's a top three schools that are probably going to win it. You know, between those that group, that's Ball State, Western Michigan, Toledo. But yeah, I mean, look, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois. It's not like it's that far of a drop off. So, and crazy stuff happens in the MAC. I would not be surprised if one of those teams bubbles up and contends for the the crown. I, I don't think Ball State's going to do it again. I'll say it right now. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, that's, I can say this though. Northern Illinois, if there was a, a home, they have the best home environment in the Mac. The, so when you consider that they play, they went zero and five, I think in all these close games, they were probably affected the most by not having fans. So I wonder if that will change now that, uh, you know, people will be out to be able to go see the games. Northern Illinois, just rocking. Does the that Cobb. happen? Is there, the a, is there a real home field advantage yes. in Mac games? In in Decab, yes, Decab, yes, and I think Buffalo might too, man. I think Buffalo is pretty Don't good against hate the spread on at home. Eastern yeah. Michigan with that great field. Oh, that's the best field in football. So hold on. So Nick's saying Ball State overrated. Uh, I've seen a little bit. Plenty of publications have them in the top forty or fifty. Um, uh, so who are you going with then? You think it's just uh, Toledo to to Jason you Candle's know, bunch? I think Toledo probably has the best all around team, but I love the Western Michigan offense. Okay. I mean, they can just put up points, you know, their defense is not that great, you know, so they're kind of one dimensional. Uh, that's why it's going to be such an interesting race uh, between those three schools. Ball state is also just, you know, all around solid. They, they proved it a year ago, but um, really trying to pick a, And you know, it's, it's almost like the ACC uh, coastal or the NFC East. It's like the same team doesn't win it back to back years. So on that Philosophy alone, I don't think Ball State's going to do it. I would expect either Toledo or perhaps Western Michigan. Keep an eye out on Central Michigan because I like one of the things I I noticed last year with Central Michigan. First off, they got they had some injury issues, but 
they had a really hard time throwing the ball. Jacob Sermon transfers in at quarterback from Washington could be the missing piece for the Chippewas to make a run. Cause their ground game was great last year. It's really just, could they find a way to get the ball in the air? Keep an eye on Jim McElwain's bunch. Uh, talking, talking quarterbacks, go to Western Michigan, go to Kalamazoo, Caleb Ely. Yeah. I'm sorry. Caleb Ellaby. Yeah. It's that okay. guy is going to be, yeah, exactly. I've had a couple of bourbons here. Uh-huh. Caleb Ellaby. There's too many L's and B's in that name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that guy's going to put himself on the national map this year. Um, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this side of the. So, what, gun to your head here. Let's do. Let's do a Mac prediction. Well, let on, me say this. What's that? You guys are not giving enough credence to the fact that Toledo lost two games by a total of six points last year. Okay, Ball State and at Western Michigan. This team could have easily been six and zero. They could have easily. And they returned ninety eight percent of that roster. Yeah, pretty scary. Let's go, freaking Rockets! A great helmet to Nick's point. It's been five years since we've had uh, two of the same teams in the, or since we've had a repeat in either division. So I do think maybe we see some turnover. Although before that, it was like six straight years of Northern Illinois. In fact, Northern Illinois played Bowling Green three straight years in the MAC championship. So, but times have changed. The parity is up. I think we're going to see some turnover here. It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get to it here. Predictions on the MAC. Championship. Uh, I I guess gun to my head. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ball State getting back there and taking on Kent State. What was a match we all want to see, Patty C. Um, that's my prediction. I, my dark horse. You know, I'm a Chris Creighton guy. Give me Eastern Michigan as the dark horse that no one's seeing because that you know, no matter what, even when they lose games, it's by like three points. Creighton's got a knack for playing close games uh, up there uh, in Eastern Michigan. So what, what are you going, Patty C? Hey, Yipsalani? Well, how do you say that, <laughs> Nick? Yipsalani. Yipsalani. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with uh, Kent State versus Toledo. I think we have a nice little Ohio showdown here. Who's your sleeper? Uh, sleeper in each division or in the whole thing? Uh, to come out of nowhere and win the MAC. Give me Central Michigan. I like. It. I guess they were in the championship two years ago, so it's not that much of a sleeper. But they were three and three last year. A couple close losses, and getting that quarterback Chippy Waz. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what what are you thinking here? MAC championship. All right, I, I can't ride on Patty C's coattail, so I'll switch it up. I'll say Kent State and Western Michigan oh. in the final. Mm-hmm. Kent State wins. If you want a sleeper, my Ohio Bobcats. They rally around the coach with poor health. And they get it done for Frank Solich. Is that a flag plan I hear, Nick? I think so. I think it <laughs> I is. Guess, I think I it so. is. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, look, I'm. Ex- I can't wait to watch Maxion football. Um, but in the meantime, let me tell you, the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to a $500 risk-free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right, let's, let's, uh, it's easy to see a tide turn here as we go to the conference USA. By the way, I'm just curious, guys, if, if the Mac took on the conference USA. Now, last year, I actually think the Mac would have beat them, but if they did it like a, you know, ACC Big Ten challenge here, 
I'm curious what conference you guys think would win. <laughs> hmm. I'll go conference USA. Gosh. Most years I'll, it is, but I thought last year in that small sample size season that we had, I thought the Mac was better. The I would say the margin definitely got closer, and you could argue either one last year. I do think the conference USA. I think a couple of schools are going to be better this year. Uh, yeah, for this coming year, I go conference USA above the Mac. Yeah, I'm with you too. Who I'm do you, you think had the best team singularly? I think it would be Marshall or Ball State. Yeah, I mean, I think probably probably. So UAB in there. I, yeah, I'm about to say I think UAB would probably beat Marshall, especially towards the end of the year. Marshall seemed to be fading a little bit to me, but uh, uh, yeah, I think you could probably make the case that UAB is probably the best of all of them. But I, I would actually say Ball State. I'm going to go Ball State is the best team. Your your boys, the Cardinals. Pacey. Yeah, buddy, Monty is a rocking. <laughs> uh, let's get to it. So the East Division in the Conference USA is Charlotte, Florida Atlantic, Florida International, Marshall, Middle Tennessee, who we just previewed. Check out that solo preview on the College Football Experience, Old Dominion and Western Kentucky. Uh this this side of the division, guys, I think is going to be a slugfest. I I don't think there's one clear-cut winner here. I think Marshall they got rid of Doc Holliday and they'll pay the price for that. Maybe Charles Huff's the answer. I don't know, but I, I think they're going to regress a little bit. I think Florida Atlantic's going to be a little bit better. Taggart getting a, a full year in there. I think Florida International will definitely be a lot better. Uh, the last time they didn't have, they had a, they, they never had a game without COVID problems. Mm. Then Charlotte, very similar with the COVID situation with Will Healy. Old Dominion punted on the football season last year, so they're New York Times co-national champions. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, and, there may not be one winner in this division, but there is one loser. loser yes, it is a, a yes. Loser. <laughs> uh, and then Western Kentucky, which I think is a sleeper this year. I, I really like them going out, getting Houston Baptist's offensive coordinator, bringing in Bailey Zap and uh, Zappy, I think it is, and, and a bunch of his receivers from Houston Baptist. Um, what do you make of this conference or this, this division? I, I think the, the preseason favorite to win the whole conference USA is Marshall, but I'm going to say if I had to pick who I think has the best chance of winning, it would probably be Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Um, but I, I I'm going to make a case for you that uh, FIU and Western can, I, I like Charlotte too, but I think, <laughs> I, I think FIU, I mean, middle Tennessee, I think will be a contender too. FIU and Western Kentucky are sleepers. Uh, but I, I think Florida Atlantic is the favorite to me coming into the season, Nick. Yeah. There's a lot of parody on this side. Actually, I think there's a whole lot of parody in the conference in general, in, in both divisions uh, in the East. I think old dominions last, uh, you know, I, they have what I think, I think the wind total half and, and I went under, but they, they had by far the lowest wind total. Um, you know, if you're, if, if you're looking at the Vegas lines and they didn't play last year, you know, so you don't, you don't know what to expect there. They got that uh, UCF transfer coming in at quarterback. Um, Mack. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Uh, but still, I think old dominion is going to struggle. Um, but any, everybody else, I think it's, it is an, it's an, it's an open season. Now I think I'm not as high on middle Tennessee. I think they're kind of fading. I think the program has been struggling. They're kind of, you know, in, in a flux there, uh, but Charlotte will be better, but still Charlotte's not, I don't think they're at the level to compete in the East. So really it's down to the two Florida schools, Marshall and Western Kentucky. I do think Marshall takes a step back. I would agree with you. My favorite is Florida Atlantic, but if you're looking for an, a, you know, an, an underdog, a long shot, it's either FIU or Western Kentucky. So where we see eye to eye there, well, as much as yeah. I want FIU to be it, 
Oh, and five last year. COVID, COVID. I mean, COVID. They, they had a crazy scenario, man. I had their their beat. They lost to on. Liberty at by two on the road. That's uh, that's what I'm saying. I, and I, 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 we we did a deep dive of them. Check out. Well, we've covered Florida Atlantic and Florida International, but uh, when I when we did the deep dive on on FIU, you realize that I mean they were so hit with COVID issues. They were using defensive linemen as offensive linemen. We had Eric Henry on who covers Florida International, and he th- he thinks they're contenders this year, based off of. Uh, Based off of what Butch Davis is inheriting, and also the fact that they're going to have court—that's another thing. They they had unbelievably tough luck with quarterbacks last year. Yeah. Well, their defense is going to be very good this year, but you you just mentioned it. Quarterback play, whether it's Borton Schlager or one of the transfers, uh, Caleb. I, I love saying that name. Borton Schlager. Yeah. You, you, you <laughs> had to wouldn't? hammer that. You had to hammer that one home, huh? I had to, you know, crowbar that in there definitely. Uh, but. So the defense is going to be really good. The question is, can they get more consistent quarterback play? Well, that was a, a big weakness last year. It's possible, you know. The guy was a, a young dude, play, you know, starting his first games last year with not much of a team around him. So possibly, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean this this side of the conference, I do think FIU is a contender. I really do. I think they're a contender, and I think West. I, I mean, I guess me and Nick's opinions are very similar there. I, gun to my head, give me Florida Atlantic winning this thing. Absolutely. Uh, Taggart's this is his wheelhouse, you know, Florida football and uh, not high level. I, I don't know if Florida state's unwinnable potentially, but you know what he did at South Florida speaks for itself uh, is four years of consecutive improvement there and starting out five and four that doesn't, that leaves a little less room for improvement. So that's a nice start for him. I think he'll, he'll keep it going. Taggart's a good coach. And uh, yeah, he's got, I, I, I'm, I'm with you guys got to be the favorite and at this point. I think Nikosi Perry, you know, the, the uh, transfer and in, in from Miami at quarterback, he showed flashes at the U if he can step in and be the man from day one, then Florida Atlantic's the team to beat. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, let's go West division here. This is, I mean, I guess I think the East division's more I, I, the, the West division has the bigger heavyweights to me, but the East division is a deeper conference. If that makes sense. I don't know. We'll see uh, the West. I don't know if I agree with that. I think the only bad team is UTEP Southern miss is a question because they've had four coaches in, in like 12 months. Yeah. But I, I do love the will hall hire. I think I came Willie Fritz's OC from Tulane coming in there. I think it's a good hire. It's going to be interesting to watch him. Uh, Frank Gore Jr. was impressive at the the running back spot for for the Golden Eagles last year, despite their chaotic season. But yes, me though. Like I think UTEP is kind of on par with Old Dominion, and I think Southern Miss is kind of on par with Middle Tennessee. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. you know, but and uh, I mean, Rice, Rice, they're they're getting better. I you like know, so. what Bloomgren's doing at Rice and get, and landing McCaffrey, right from from uh, Nebraska, well Nebraska via Louisville. Um, or, or Louisville via Nebraska. Um, you got to go through like 10 schools and then you'll figure yeah, out the number. Yeah. He's been <laughs> McCaffrey everywhere. transfer situation, but I, I really, maybe you're right. I actually, cause I, I forget UTSA had such a good year last year. Keep an eye on the road runners with Jeff trailer. That was an impressive first year considering first year coach COVID situation seven and five uh, and uh, good showing against BYU. Uh, UAB has got to be the, I, I think the fa- the preseason favorite, but I, La Tech's going to be right there with them. And if I had to, I mean, UTSA might be the, I think it's a three team race between them. Then the second tier is kind of what rice, uh, Southern uh, rice, Southern Miss North Texas. And then, uh, UTEP being in the, in the, in the cellar there. Um, 
gun to my head here. I, I I'm going to say whew, that's tough. That's, that's it's really a tough, uh, I'm going to say UTSA is a sleeper. I'm going to, I'm going to have a UTSA against, against Florida, wow. Florida Atlantic conference USA championship. Well, you know, football schedules just released an article yesterday. Uh, perfect storms, the most experienced college football teams with the easiest schedules in 2021 and the greatest disparity of any team in the country is UTSA strength of schedule rank 127. Beautiful experience rank number two in the country. Get it, get on the road runners when you can, Patty. And, and they lost well, early last year and won late, and they only lost in they the didn't bowl even get game. Spring ball with their coach, and they lost the bowl game by to Louisiana by seven. Yeah, this is a good team. Look, I like what UTSA is doing, and if you're mentioning great names, how about the running back, Sincere McCormick? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, fantastic. But I will say that they did not beat anybody with a, a winning record last year. They had some good showings, though, considering first year coach Noah. And, and I think course. I think they had multiple quarterbacks play, but hey, you know uh, the Roadrunners here. But shame on them, by the way, because they changed that their name to the Roadrunners in 1978. Before that, they were the Armadillos. Armadillo is definitely a cooler name. The Roadrunner is pretty cool too. Though. That's pretty awesome, <laughs> yeah. dude. There's nothing to complain about there. Why they, they wanted an influx of speed? You know, the Armadillo was a little too slow. <laughs> well, uh, it's offensive. It's offensive yeah, to yeah. Uh, shelled <laughs> creatures or something. Uh, right. Uh, where, where are you going? What's your What's your? Give me your uh, your conference USA championship prediction because I told you mine. UTSA, Florida Atlantic, and my sleeper is going to be Florida International. I think you're getting way too cute with UTSA. This is UAB's division. UAB, Florida Atlantic, my sleeper. Let me give you two: Western Kentucky or Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech. I saw. I, I listened to your uh, preview podcast. The fact that that win totals at what four? I think yeah. is absolutely ludicrous. Smash that over. La Tech is legit, but uh, yeah, uh, UAB, Florida Atlantic. It's kind of chalky, but there you go. You know, I'm going to be honest, UAB flew way under my radar, but looking back at it, that game against Miami, where they ended up losing by 17 on the road, that was deceiving way closer Dece- than that. And, yeah. and, 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 and did you realize UAB played a week zero game and half their defense was out with COVID. So they, they had apparently like the reason why they, they, they lost that game and really got worn down in the fourth quarter is they were starting backup. So they didn't right. have the depth, no depth whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, well, that they lose uh, against Louisiana by four and their only other loss was at Louisiana tech, a good team in double overtime by three. So this team was pretty close to going nine and out. I don't know if, uh, if maybe I guess I just have to, but th- they haven't been on my radar. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my inclination would be to go with the likes of UTSA, but I think I'm just going to ride Nick's coattails here and and uh, you know, chalk it up. All right, give me your sleepers because I gave you my sleeper is Florida International Airport. Well, who? What constitutes a sleeper? Who, who's who's out who, of the running that for a you sleeper? can see win the? You you got to be good enough to win the champ. Like you give me rice, give me rice. Oh, Bloomgren, I wow. like it. Yeah. I like wow. it. They sh- I like it. They shut out Marshall at Marshall that late last season, making a statement. NC Nick, where are you going here? Yeah, I already told you. I already, I already uh, gave you mine. Oh, La Tech. That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, La Tech or Western Kentucky is my uh, yeah. One shots. I agree with Western Kentucky. I think they're kind of a, an intriguing team within the conference. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap, uh, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship tickets when you buy directly from other betters on PropSwap. See a ticket you like, but 
think the the price is perhaps too high. Submit a bid for a price that you think is fair, then buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button. And it's and it's really cool because PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool to let you know just how much your ticket's worth. Uh, last week, a PropSwap customer uh, sold a f- uh, five hundred dollar forty to one Phoenix Suns championship ticket for sixteen grand after the Suns went up two zero in the finals. A uh, that's that's a pl- that's a plus thirty times uh, return for the seller, uh, and adjusted odds of uh, minus four hundred for the buyer. When every sports book in the in the country essentially has the Suns at minus five hundred, so uh, there's profit there. Uh, with prop swap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just needs to improve. Think of it like a stock market, but for sports betting, use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Go to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. All right, now we switch over. Now this is the hard part to me is I'm trying to go by rankings in the conference. And I think you can make a strong case for any of these three conferences to be the best this year. I was wondering where you were going. Yeah. uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go sunbelt here. Cause I, I I got into my head. I still think the AAC in the mountain West might have a, a, Tad, I don't know though. I don't know. It's not close between the AAC and the sunbelt. AAC is a five deep conference in terms of really, I mean, I guess the Sunbelt has, if I can rep my Sunbelt, so are they app coastal Georgia, Southern Louisiana, Facts. Georgia state, Troy, Arkansas. come on, man. You go, 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 go down the line. It's a deep. I'm telling you it's, it's really came on as a conference let's in the go, past couple of years. Can we go top five in each conference and say who would win? Yeah, let's do that really quick. Let's do a little exercise here. Top team in, in the uh, American in the American is Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati would beat coastal is coast. Is they it won Louis- the conference. Louisiana? Well, they won the conference yeah. last year. Okay. Uh, would Cincinnati beat Boise? What's that? Or what's that pecking order? I think we put Cincinnati one Boise well, yeah. two, two coastal three coastal. Three. I don't know. I think I put, coastal. Well, actually no San Jose state won it last year, but Boise's, I wonder if Boise's uh COVID issues were, were that lot were the reasoning there, yeah. but yeah. Um, you put Boise ahead of coastal last year or this coming year, I guess. That's tough, man. I think I do. <laughs> I I slightly, slightly. I, I mean, that's a tough. If one. they played tomorrow, if, if, if they played tomorrow, and you had to place a bet, Boise, Coastal Carolina. I this year Boise. coming up, yeah. I would take uh, yeah. uh, Coastal Carolina. Cause, really? Cause Avalos and Chadwell. Avalos, unproven product. That's true. I just think Bachmeyer, a healthy yeah, Bachmeyer. That's true too. Uh, mm. I don't know. I think it's a uh, very compelling. So the AAC takes that one. Let's take. Uh, the second team then um, in the AAC is UCF. I would assume, but yeah. Tulsa played for it last year. But I think if you're looking at the past five years, you, you say UCF to um, Louisiana two out of uh, yeah, Louisiana Lafayette ascend or formerly Louisiana Lafayette. And then you'd have San Jose state cause they played for it last year. Yeah. I would actually probably put the mountain West third just because it was only one year. I agree. Yeah. That's very tough. <laughs> I, I I think we're establishing that the American is definitely, the, and I think we all agree that they're the best group of five. Well, what we've established through the first two though is that the Sun Belt's better than the Mountain West. because uh, I have yeah, Boise. I, I have Boise. That. Okay, let's I just look Boise at over, that. Let's yeah. throw the AAC out. Let's look. Uh, okay. Bo- Boise State, uh, Coastal. Me and Nick took Boise. I'm right? taking Coastal. San Jose State Lafayette. I think we would all take Lafayette, but I think it's a close game. It's very close. But both are close. Okay, but fair. But yeah, give me Lafayette, I guess. Okay, well then third, 
uh, app state going up against the likes of, I mean, uh, Nevada, I would assume Nick. That's a good uh, game. I probably go Nevada. What? What? <laughs> Do you, Carson Strong is a is, is a fuck out of here. It's my territory, but if I'm being honest, no, no, I'm high. No. On, I'm high on Nevada this year. I really am. And you're uh, high on crack, know. is what you're high on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called a uh, Buffalo Trace. <laughs> I am. I know. I am scared of the Chase Bryce thing because I mean Nevada has a clear cut advantage at quarterback. Yes. Carson Strong is going to be a first round draft pick. I watched too much of Chase Bryce at Duke last year. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Unproven product there in that system. I mean, App State did lose to Marshall last year, and Nevada was a lot better than Marshall last year. That was like the first game of the season. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <sighs> so you're on App? I think I might. T- I don't. I, th- it, I think that would depend on who's at home. But okay. So after that, call you it a go- push. Call it a push. All right. F- fourth it. would be what? You're going to go Georgia Southern, probably, right? Out of the uh, Sun Belt, yeah. Georgia Southern Air Force. That's a great. Oh, game. is it Air Force? Is, is it San Diego State or Wyoming? That's true. I mean, that you can make a case for San Diego State. I would take over Georgia Southern. <sighs> I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I actually lean. If it's Air Force, I lean Air Force. If it's if it's San Diego State, I lean Georgia Southern. You think well, Air like, like matchup wise, or is it just like who's a better program? Right, who's going to be the overall better team? I think right now Air Force is better than San Diego State. Really? They were four and four a season ago. Air Force, I mean, I guess Air Force, their season wasn't fantastic either, but um, I think Wyoming might end up this year better than both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. Let's just get to, to it's fucking close. Let, it's let, close. Let's, let's, you know what? Until the Sun Belt proves it, the Mountain West is the superior conference. You know, Ty goes to the fuck. We, I don't like that. That's the whole SEC. Well, well hey, there, there's Postal just beat BYU last year. I mean, I know BYU is not Mountain West, but they, they come from that area by, of the country. By a yard <laughs> on a game in Conway on a game scheduled on Wednesday. They won. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. Not that dub. If we go to a 16 team playoff, we could see each of these uh, conferences represented. And then we see who uh, goes for this. We had Mike Leach on the show this morning and he was saying he's, he's not going to quit until there's a 64 team playoff. <laughs> so I'm with them. I'm with them. Um, uh, so let's go Sunbelt. Uh, the, the favorite is uh, coastal Carolina or Lafayette. Yeah. App state though. I will say this. Phil Steele has app state winning the East division, not coastal. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so the, 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 the East division in this one, holy shit. This is one where one side of it is just loaded app state, coastal Georgia, Southern Georgia state and Troy. I think all five coming into this year are contenders. Obviously I think, you know, coastal and app probably have a little bit of an edge, but I, I love Georgia state as a, as a That's dangerous team this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's the obvious sleeper right there. <laughs> Having reviewed them. Yeah. And Southern, the triple option, you can never <clears throat> fade. I mean, this is the, the east side of this division is brutal. It's brutal. I've yeah. been trying to tell y'all about my guy, the quarterback for Georgia State, Cornelius Brown the fourth. He's not on anybody's radar. He's got, oh, he's almost like Caleb Ellaby for Western Michigan. I'm dropping unknown quarterbacks on you guys this year. Both of them are going to make a name for themselves this year. I think we all have Louisiana winning the the West, right? Arkansas State, Louisiana, ULM, South Alabama, Texas State. Louisiana's got a cakewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the East Division that I'm like, geez. Uh, everyone has came up. You know, Troy maybe fell back for a minute, but I still think they're much better than five and seven record indicated from a season ago. Uh, 
worst. Yeah, they're they're not out of the running. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna call uh, Georgia State Lafayette or Louisiana Georgia State Sun Belt Championship. Georgia State's your East champion. Not no. your sleeper. They're your champion. <laughs> Get the fuck okay, out of here. Okay. Well, uh, no, it's coastal schedule is nicer. I think. I'm going first off. Coastal does not play Louisiana. App State does. And Georgia State does. Okay. Coastal works right. out and misses Louisiana from the West. Let me tell you this. Coast, Coastal's winning. Yeah. Coastal that, is going. That down. article yeah. I was telling you about, Perfect Storms, right? Uh, the only other team in the uh, Conference USA on this, or on the Sun, Sun Belt, Belt rather, yeah. is Coastal Carolina. You're right. S- strength of schedule rank 128, experience rank 17. Mm, yeah, you're right. Okay, what am I thinking? It's Louisiana Coastal that's chalk, but. Uh, yeah, and if you want to give a dog, I think the dog has to come out of the West. Like, say, like Levi Lewis gets hurt for Louisiana or something, then maybe look at Arkansas State or Texas State. Super you dog, know. super dog, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I'm, it's got to come out of that side. I think, though, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I'm gonna make a case because someone's got to be a dog to come out of the West on that side. I'm gonna make a case though for the triple option team. It's always a pain in the ass to play yeah. Georgia Southern. Yeah. All right. It's always a pain in the ass and uh, wouldn't surprise me to get coastal in, uh, in Georgia this year. So if you uh, had a gun to your head and you're trying to pick a team out of, you know, say Georgia state, Georgia, Southern Troy, and then anyone else from the West, except Louisiana, Georgia Southern might be the team you go yeah, with. I think it's just the pain. They're the, the Jack of all trades there. Cause you're every team. They're the only triple option team. So every team's got to be like, Oh shit, here we, here we go against the triple option. We have four yeah. days to prep. Uh, so once again, they also get Louisiana at home at least, but they should have the beat them last year. Yeah. But the Sunbelt did a coastal, a big favor, not having them face Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably wasn't by accident. I think the Sunbelt knows their two best schools are Louisiana and coastal, and they didn't want either of the schools to get a loss in yeah. the regular season. Maintain the new year's six uh, possibilities. Hello. Everyone else is Where playing that game. The game. They are playing to win the game too. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're going chalk then. This is pretty chalky uh, with, with, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Southern, not state as my dog. Cause everyone seems to be doing state. I'm, I'm going Southern Nick, your dog. My dog is going to come out of the West, but you got to uh, just pick one, pick one. Arkansas state, the red yeah. wolves. They're probably the okay. uh, second, second favorite team out of the West. That so is a UCS dog. <laughs> yeah. what, what's uh, they get coastal at home and they get Louisiana at home and they get app state at home. Mm. That's a brutal schedule catching both app and coastal from Ooh, the other from division. division. At least they get them all at home. Yeah. I don't know. So, Who's your sleeper? Louisiana's pick? way out front there. Um, my <laughs> sleeper is Georgia State. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Let me say this too. Juicy storylines and another thing we wanted to touch on here. We've touched on it before. Louisiana, Texas. Come on, baby. Yeah. We if you won. want to talk about New Year's six potential, win that one and the Sun Belt's profile as a conference. Uh, well, let's talk about the the, the opportunities the Sun Belts have. If Lafayette or if Louisiana beats Texas week one, App State gets Miami the week after Bama. Coastal Ooh. Carolina plays Kansas in week two, so they could be looking at Winnable another strong games. season. They, they own Kansas. They yeah. do own Kansas. Yeah, uh, I, uh, Georgia Southern gets Arkansas. By the way, I'm going to take spot. a shot out of this App yeah. State shot glass here. There you go. And, and, uh, and Georgia State plays North Carolina and Auburn. I think they could bite one of those. Watch out for the Panthers down there in Atlanta. Who in Auburn? North Carolina and Auburn. Mm, they might get one. They could. They beat Tennessee the last time they played at Tennessee. Um, 
So let, let's switch over then. Let's let's go let's go now to the Mountain West Conference, where last season San Jose State wins the uh, the Mountain West, uh, beats Boise State. Um, they return everybody. San Jose State does, and Boise State returns almost everybody too. Both these teams, it's crazy. I, I you know for a minute I feel like I fell asleep on the Mountain West, and then I was uh, prepping for the Phil Steele interview, and I was going through his magazine and stuff, and he's high on, on a lot of these teams in, in the, uh, the mountain West as, as getting better this season. He has Why U- would you not be? I totally agree. Yeah. He has Utah state bowling, uh, Fresno state being a lot better. Uh, Nevada being a contender. He even thinks Colorado state's going to be much improved. New Mexico continually improve. I think the UNLV is the only question mark. Uh, the rest getting better. So let's go from, from the top or from the mountain division. You have air force, Boise state, Colorado state, New Mexico, Utah state, and Wyoming. Um, I think Wyoming's one that we circle for the sleeper here, bringing back 98% of the roster, but I, I could make the case for the triple option in, in air force as well. Uh, but we're all going Boise, correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Avalos I, is a question though, dude. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't been a head coach, but he was a, he's a former player at Boise, good DC at Boise. Uh, I think it was a good hire recruited a lot of, a lot of the players on the roster, but I still think Boise doesn't normally miss with coaches when they hire them. Just true. I mean, traditionally they haven't, but there's always a first time for everything. True. True. Um, well, who's the sleeper in the, in the, in this side of the division? Is it Colorado state? Perhaps a Dazio? No. Is, is no, it no. Utah state? I, Blake Anderson? No you, no. no, you hit on it. The sleepers Air Force or Wyoming, right? Wyoming, I think both yeah. of those teams are, are right there. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what you think of a, a of a sleeper Wyoming. I mean, Vegas is on Wyoming. Their, their season win totals at eight. Is right? that eight? Yeah. 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 And I like the over actually. So, so, you know, cause I think I'm, I'm a fan of Wyoming this year, but yeah, I think Boise is definitely the class of the mountain. I, I'm a big fan of Boise. I I've said it and, and the UCF fans on Twitter gave me shit, but I have Boise going into the bounce house and winning week one. It's going to be tough. Yeah. That's going to be a fun game, man. I, that's gonna like be tough. one of the I best games of the wait. season. That's one of I the best games of the wait season. Yeah. That game. That's but, going I mean, on the same time as ECU app state, man. I mean, come on, huh? come on. <laughs> but I mean, and the, the fun thing is that game has no bearing on the mountain West race. <laughs> you know, so it's true. Even if Boise drops it, I don't see them losing the mountain. Uh, I think, I think it's Boise and Wyoming and uh, air force probably third. But if I was going to go with a dog, I would say air force. It's going to be harder to, to uh, week in week out though, because uh, seeing what Danny Gonzalez could do with New Mexico as the season, went, I'm not, I'm not calling Colby's them on that train, baby. I'm not, I'm not calling for them to be a, a, to a sleeper to win this thing. I do think though, th- when your worst team gets that much better, it, it makes it that one layup game where you normally think we got this. Mm-hmm. It, you could, you could find yourself in a dogfight. fight. Uh, same with Utah state. Utah state was really bad last year. Blake Anderson's a proven winner. This program's a proven winner. I think he walks into a better roster than most realize. Yeah. So I think the floor is a lot higher than it was. People a season would be ago. stupid to count out Utah state. I will say new Mexico last year. I five to start two and O to finish this. That's season. what I'm saying, dude. You got to watch out. Danny Gonzalez and Rocky long. He's proven it before, dude. He was the D he was the head. Rocky long was the head coach there for a long time. Yeah. Had a lot of great success. He's well, he's on the staff. He's the DC now uh, that included a win over Wyoming. Yeah. You know, yeah. So watch out. I think they're getting better. And uh, 
So Boise's playing who is the real question mark is I think the top of this conference uh, on the West side, this uh, is interesting. This is unbelievable. UNLV is going to be dog shit. The rest, everyone is a contender in my opinion. So um, Fresno state, they, they had a first year coach and I think they're probably better than their record indicates Hawaii really impressed with Todd Graham, Nevada. We hit on this before Carson strong, probably a first round draft pick. Uh, I really like what Nevada's doing. San Diego state. For, I think a 500 season, but a little misleading because they added a Pac-12 game on like a Wednesday. So I do think they're probably better than that, than what the, what we think they are. And then San Jose State, who won the conference or won the division and the conference a season ago. What are we thinking here, guys? What are you thinking, Nick? You know, I'm huge on Nevada this year, uh, but I think San Jose State might win this division. Uh, now, I will say. You know they have to play in Nevada. That might that in uh, Saturday, November sixth. That could be a, a a crucial game. But San Jose misses Boise. They do not play Boise. Meanwhile, Nevada travels to Boise. And if you're looking at schools that I think are very close to each other, you want to start looking at schedules and 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 who they have to play from the other division. And missing Boise is just a a huge advantage for San Jose State. That's true. I'm gonna lean San Jose State here, but I'm also high on Nevada. Uh, Patty C, do you, do you think San Diego state could come out of the woodworks? Do you think, uh, I mean, San Diego state, not that long ago played for this, uh, one, I uh, think a couple San Diego these, yeah. state is very much on my radar. I believe one of their losses was in the non-conference last year. Who was that against? That was, they took an L against Colorado on the road. Okay. So that was a game scheduled on the fly because another team canceled. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they hung with a good BYU team, San Diego state. They had a tough schedule last year. They did all right, but um, who do I think is going to win this division? I, I mean, I, I again, this is a, a Nevada's not a team I'm as up to date. I didn't get to watch them a ton last year. Hawaii surprised with Graham, um, and you know what? Until San Jose State proves it consecutive years, I'm going to call it a fucking blip. Although I don't think it was. I think they performed performed really well. That said, give me San Diego State. Wow. Well, this is what's great is we get to go all around here because I think Hawaii is a player. <laughs> I think no <laughs> one's talking about Hawaii and they get San Jose state at home. They avoid Boise. Now they do have to play at Nevada, but they get a bye week previous prior to that. Now I still think they lose at Nevada, but I just see a case where I'm like their road games are at UNLV at Utah state at Nevada. Uh, and that Wyoming, that's a tricky one. That one might hurt. I don't know. I, I guess I'll go San Jose state, but my sleeper is Hawaii. I will say with Hawaii, you know, one of the great things about if you're looking at their over under it's at six and it, maybe some people don't, don't know this. Hawaii plays 13 regular season games. They get the extra game because I, I guess the NCAA said due to their travel and having to you know travel so much and so far, they granted them a 13th game. That's so if you're looking at money. Yeah. yeah. You're looking at hitting over. Don't forget that Hawaii has an extra game to do it. And they play New Mexico state twice. One, one yeah, exactly. That's two wins right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really do think uh, you got to remember they started a freshman quarterback. Todd Graham didn't have spring ball. Didn't have anything. Chevin Cordero is a baller. He is a baller, dude. I, he's a pleasure to watch. And, and the fact that they're playing at this look the Ching center <laughs> and the, well, dude, their fans get lit. So I think it's a small All place. 75 of them. Dude, this is going to be fun. Uh, and they get San Jose state and, uh, and San Diego state and Fresno state in on the Island. 
It's know, hard to win on the island. Play in a fucking stadium. Just play in a like on the beach. On the beach. Yeah, <laughs> or play in like a, a lush field with palm trees. Have a on. real rainbow on your. Like, That's right. Going over your Give field. Give the tiki torches on the outside <laughs> of the fucking field. Let's do this. Uh, Whenever I think about beach football, I remember when Robert Edwards. Remember the running back from Georgia on yeah. the Patriots. First round draft pick. Or his ACL. Yeah, ruined tough. his career. Dude, his knee. Oh, did you do that on the beach? Yeah, playing volleyball, and he. No, 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 no. It was like a, a charity beach football thing. Oh, you're right. You're right. But but I thought they. It was really serious. I thought like like there was a chance like they could have had to amputate that thing. I thought. Yeah, I think it was pretty. I serious. I think it was I something mean, was really serious. Was where it was running like, back yeah. and fucked his career up. Um, uh, guys. So Hawaii is my sleeper to come out of this side of it. Um, so but I, I am gonna go. Go chalk, and we're going to get a rematch of San Jose State, Boise State. I think Nick's on the same tip. Yeah, I am. If I was going to do a um, a dog or a long shot, I mean, I don't know if you call San Diego State a long shot, <laughs> but I guess you know you have to give them credit for their previous, you know, last five or ten years or so. And I said on the on, on the other side, I think uh, Air Force is the uh, a decent long shot. Patty, Patty, see what's your championship? Well, who who is Vegas's favorite out of the West? I think it's Nevada. Nevada. I think it's either Nevada or San, San Jose State. Right. You would figure. I will say that San San Jose State is win total was at seven and a half, which I think is criminally low. I would smash that over as well. Yeah, I think they're going to win the West straight up. Yeah. You know, S- Starkle's back six six years senior. Boom. Yeah. Give me um, give me Boise versus San Jose State, and I, Wyoming can't be a sleeper. So, if I had to take a sleeper out of that bunch. Aztecs. Give me Air Force just based on that triple option. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Underdog. Yes. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Yes, a million dollars. So download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And while you're downloading apps, you might as well might as well download us. Yes, at the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. Um, all right, we're here. We're here at the AAC. Where I'm going to make a uh, power six as it's a, a huge statement here. I think. I think everyone's thinking UCF, Memphis, Tulsa. I think. Obviously, I think we are going to. Uh, if I'm guessing, I think we all have Cincinnati in the in the. Uh, I thought you're going to leave them out there for a second. No, in the uh, in the championship. Uh, right? I know where Colby's going with this, but go ahead. I'm I'm going to take the Houston Cougars. That schedule's oh. dog shit. <laughs> Nick oh, is stunned. It yeah, wasn't I the Pirates. Going to go SMU and Jim Levitt. I know. Uh, I, I think it's uh, that was my second team. I'm going to go Houston Cougars and SMU as the teams that are really going to emerge, that are going to be right there in the final week or two contending for that spot. Cause remember it's, this is no longer two divisions. This is 11 teams. Cause UConn left and won a national championship. So, <laughs> so uh, now it's the second, it's the second best team. And I think it's going to get really messy for that second seed. And I, I really like Houston's chances schedule wise. I think SMU's chances schedule wise are decent. I I'm not high on Memphis and I, and watch out for my East Carolina pirates. So Houston, like in general, I'm not, I'm not high on the team. They do get very fortunate not playing Cincinnati or central Florida. That's, that's my, that's my, that's that my logic. That's essentially my logic is like, whoa, right. You right. know, they and, get that. And out of conference is a joke too, but that doesn't have any bearing on the conference race uh, out of conference, Grambling state, Yukon rice, Texas tech. I mean, 
Yeah. There's one power five, but you know, Texas tech and that's a toss up game. No, It is a horrible uh, schedule. They have a chance to really do some damage. I even like them getting the FCS before Navy uh, getting grambling before Navy. I think it is, is key. Uh, I'm just not that high on the team though. I'm I not agree. that high on the coach. Look, I'm more high on SMU and I love the, the Jim Levitt addition or, uh, you know, addition, but um, I just think that's a, a much, it's an easy schedule to guide, especially, especially if we have like the likes of a, a, a UCF or someone losing uh, I'm trying to pull up uh UCF schedule really quick, but I, I don't think it's, and, and, and don't, I guess we shouldn't even rule out Tulane. I mean, they started a freshman quarterback a season ago, but uh, Patty C is going to try to sprinkle some Memphis dust on us or some U- UCF. You're damn dust. right. I am. You're damn well, right. I, I am. I will say, hold on, Patty C. I will say, you know, Houston does the one little rough patch of the schedule is back to back road games at Tulsa at Tulane. Yeah, that's tough. They could drop both those, but they just, they actually fucked up Tulane last year. Um, But it was Pratt's first start. It was the freshman's first start of his career. But uh, you look at UCF and you say they get a bye week before Navy, which is well-crafted. They got to play at Cincinnati and at SMU. There's actually a strong shot that UCF is the, that second team because they get everyone else in the bounce house. Um, And because they're freaking awesome. Yeah, I just don't. I, I, how they're high just are a we? Mu- they're a much better team than Houston. They are. They are. But here's my my case that I'm making is if they lose to Cincinnati, yeah, they don't play Houston. There will be no tiebreaker. <coughs> yeah. If Houston only loses one, I don't know uh, how they figure I, that out. I see. I still see Houston lose more than hey, one. Hey, 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 hey! We are all giving Dano Holgerson so much credit for that year one uh, Orange Bowl win at West Virginia. Let me rattle I, off. I don't like Holgerson. Yeah, but I don't think he's that great. Let me let me rattle off that ten and ten and three win with the Orange Bowl in two thousand eleven. After that, seven and six, four and eight, seven and six, eight and five. Good win, good season at ten and three. Then seven and six again, eight and four. Then at Houston, four and eight and three and five. He's not like a guaranteed winner. Yeah, well, you know I, the schedule does break nice though. Yeah, but I, he I, got out of Dodge at, at West Virginia because he knew the program was going downhill. Yeah. It yeah. was a smart move to, you know, leave before the executioner came for him. <laughs> Use car salesman. He's got that in. Well, him. dude, I mean, look, as, as much as I like SMU, that's, they have a back-to-back away. First, uh, they have a back-to-back away game at, look at this stretch right here of five games in a row. Their back-to-back away is at Houston and at Memphis, right? Then after that, they come home to UCF. Then they're at Cincinnati and then home to Tulsa. We're looking at SMU that's, right now. That's a brutal stretch for SMU. It's brutal. So it almost makes me rule them out. Are we forgetting about the midshipmen? Are they going to be contenders? Are we forgetting? Dude, about- hold, on, hold on. So, so, uh, so to, to build off that SMU, they have a bye week on October 16th. They're the, the, the end of their regular season is Tulane at Houston at Memphis, UCF at Cincy Tulsa. <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't, I don't feel confident with them being in the, in the, in the, in the, in the I, I'm, I'm retracting my statement as much as I like the, <laughs> the Levitt hire. I, I think UCF schedule aligns so much better. Uh, and this is why, this is why as much uh, shade as you've thrown at Silverfield, Memphis is a player because they don't draw Cincinnati, right? True. They get uh UCF at home. I would say UCF is definitely the number two in this conference. If I had to guess, Yeah. but uh, they get SMU at home. Houston hasn't proven much, but they get them on the road. Uh, the, I feel like uh, in this conference, Memphis has the easiest path. Wow. Over Houston. 
because because we know that they've they've been more consistent winners. I guess. I, I mean, Memphis is at UCF and at Houston, so I don't know. Maybe Houston has an easier path, but I do think Memphis is a better team at this point. I probably I would probably agree with that. Man, even I, even though that Houston returns more though too though. I think SMU and UCF are better than both of them, but like you guys said, SMU is facing a tough ass schedule. Yeah. If I gave you my top four teams of the conference, it is in order. It is. I'm not talking about like what their final record is going to be. I'm just saying the the best teams it's Cincinnati, UCF, Tulsa and SMU. All right. But now give me it uh, as far as records, because I think that's, yeah. Yeah, that's where Houston and Memphis could jump into the mix for sure. That's where it gets tricky. Let me push back on you guys on Tulsa too. Uh, Philip Montgomery's record at Tulsa: six and seven, ten and three. Okay, great year. Then two and ten, three and nine, four and eight, and then six and three last year. How do we know this? He, is, I think Tulsa actually could be there. He's because, had four losing seasons in six years. Philip Montgomery at Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, but I still think they're sitting with uh, like their schedule breaks better. Like you, it, it, one thing I've noticed is SMU schedules brutal. Yeah. Tulane schedules brutal. Houston's is kind of a cakewalk. I think Memphis's is nice, but it's not as nice as Houston's. Right. And I, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like Tulsa's. Yes, they play at Cincinnati, but they actually played Cincinnati really tough last year. Um, they were good last they year. They get a bye week before Navy, which is key. They don't get UCF. They get Memphis and Houston in Tulsa. So if I had to do a pecking order of what I think it'll be, I'm going to go Cincinnati one. Yep. UCF two, three Houston, four Tulsa. Wow. I will tell you, I've planted a flag with Tulsa when we were doing our week by week ranking. So here's why I like Tulsa. Uh, first off, they return all five offensive linemen and they return nine defensive starters. Their defense was legit last year. Yeah. They lose a the quarterback, but I don't think Zach Smith was very good last year. He so wasn't. I don't think <laughs> true. I think it's almost, you know, whoever they have, they have a couple guys vying for the job. I think that's going to be an upgrade. And if you look at it, they're six and three record that included a 16 to seven loss at Oklahoma state, a 27, they should have won. Yeah. a 27, 24 loss at Cincinnati and a 28, 26 loss in the bowl game versus Mississippi state, but they were very good. But They year. also had that gimmick win against ECU where the guy was a hundred. <laughs> I'm serious. ECU should have won that game. Everyone yeah, talks about that. Pace, so I don't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's your, what's your championship game? My championship game is going to be UCF Cincinnati. That is probably who that's definitely the best two teams, but yeah. I'm going to say uh, UCF uh, or no, I'm going to say Cincinnati, Memphis, Nick. I'll say Cincinnati, Tulsa. Look, I, apparently I already pissed off UCF nation with my column last week <laughs> where, 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 where I said to go under uh, Hey, more power to them. They're good fans, you know? So whatever. Hey, you uh, dumb fucks. You are the golden Knights. You are the very, very golden Knights. Listen to the damn you know, podcast. Yes. You know, usually you got to worry about the punctuation police. Now I have to worry about the, the, the previous name police or the something. Sarcasm you know? police. Yeah. Come, come on. on, come on. I had come people on, give me a nation. hard time for calling it Syracuse orange men because they got rid of the man. Right. Yeah, I'm like, like, well, am I, am I watching women's sports? I'm referring yeah, to, yeah, am I, yeah, am I right, referring yeah. to the women's basketball team? Yeah. Um, guys, before we get out of here, there's still the independence and I'm not going to keep Notre Dame on this list because they're uh, uh part ACC apparently, but 
there's still some teams like Army, BYU, Liberty, New Mexico State, UConn, and UMass. A couple teams that won the national or U- UConn won the national championship a season ago. Um, what? New York Times gave them the national championship. Uh, um, they were the national yeah, champions. Yeah, so, uh, they didn't. They just uh, shit on Old Dominion just <laughs> for no reason. Just coming at Old Dominion. But what? Uh, what do we think? Uh, uh, we Liberty the best team there. I know they play Army the final week of the season. Liberty's better than Army. Liberty is Liberty won. better than Notre Dame. Well, no, uh, Notre Dame we're not going to count because that's a Power Five. So oh. g- give me, oh. give me Army. We're going to go through the pecking order here of Army, BYU, Liberty, New Mexico State, UConn, and UMass. Liberty. Liberty give won. Give me Liberty or give, give me death. Hello. Yes. Patrick Henry in the house. Let me tell you this. We were looking back at the standings in 1988. Times have changed. Four of the AP final top five were independents. Wow. There was a time when yeah. independent football was the best. Uh, uh, so what? I think the pecking order for me would be Liberty one, Army two. Or does anyone may, want to make the prediction that BYU will be better than Army this year? Uh, yeah, they're close. a better team. They're a better team yeah. than Army. You know okay. what, Patty C? I'll follow that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Liberty BYU than Army. Okay, I'm gonna go Liberty Army BYU. Uh, now, now we I get, like Army more. I think Army's gonna be better this year. Um, BYU lost the most production of any team in the country last year. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Now we have the fun. They shit. got a couple of Romneys though. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong. Uh, now we got it the might, shit. They might have that Romney to Romney connection. I think the yeah, quarterback uh, is a Romney also. Yeah. Now. You won't win an election, <laughs> but you might throw some touchdowns. Hello. Uh, the bottom three of the independents. Let's rank these New Mexico state, Yukon and UMass. I'm going to take Yukon as the fourth best team. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. then, th- then fifth will be UMass, and sixth will be New Mexico State. That's fair. Wait, what the hell are we doing here? That we're ranking all of the independents. So yeah. there's there's six independents. So you ha- you you basically have already said, Patty, see that Liberty's your one, BYU's your two, Army's your three. Yeah. And then you have New Mexico State, okay, UConn, so and UMass. Out. I'm a yeah. fucking idiot. All right. We said UConn, New Mexico State, and UMass. This is. The shittiest three teams in all of college. Football. No, Bowling Green might have something to That's say about true. that. Akron might have something to New say Mexico about that. New Mexico State lost to, to, to Tarleton, right? Yeah, by like twenty-seven points. Yeah, but at New least Mexico they State played a the team. Worst. At yeah. least they played the game of football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, did UMass play last year? They did. I think they played one. I think they played one or two games. Um, oh boy. Wait, uh, is New Mexico or New Mexico t- State uh-huh. the team that plays? UMass was zero four last year. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah. Hold on, I'll, I'll, I will tell you. I'll, I'll give you the games, and maybe that'll you know weigh what you think is uh, the you know the worst team or <laughs> let's hear or it. second to worst. All right, hang on. I'll bring pull it up here. All right, here we go. So uh, UMass they lost forty one nothing to Georgia Southern. Okay, they lost fifty one to ten at Marshall. Nice. In the closest game of the season, they lost twenty-four to two at Florida Atlantic, <laughs> and then they lost forty-five nothing at Liberty. The they team scored twelve play. points all year. <laughs> <laughs> the offense scored ten. Yeah, in fact, the <laughs> offense scored seven because you got to yeah. give the kicker the it other. Might have been a pick six. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, no, it was a, it was a safety. It was a, two, a twenty-four two. Well, no, the, uh, no, the, but the total 10. the total points <laughs> for the season. Yeah. One, one yeah. touchdown. One touchdown. <laughs> Uh, I still think UMass is better than New Mexico State. I will, I, I will sign up with that. Patty C. And is New Mexico State the team that plays the entire SEC? Yes. Yeah. 
yeah, as the, uh, New Mexico State's the worst team, then I'll give UMass the credit for actually playing the game. They scored a, ma- a total of twelve points, whereas UConn <laughs> scored zero last year. So you got to give UMass and then credit. U- UConn on top of that, right? Well, no, I'll put UConn UMass, last. UMass one, UConn two, New Mexico State okay, last. Okay, okay. Hey, I got one more thing too. Okay, uh, after after Nick goes, well, I think Nick's is the same as mine. UConn, UMass, yeah. New Mexico State. Okay, what are you gonna say? Group of five. Who's getting that New Year's six bid? Uh well if Cincinnati can find a way into the playoffs which I highly doubt um then it's gonna be Cincinnati yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 I think uh, so so let me let me take a look at Cincy's schedule obviously uh at Indiana at Notre Dame yeah I mean if if if, if they're ten and two with those two losses and Boise State eleven and one they're gonna, win, they're gonna win one of them if Boise beats UCF week one watch out for them yeah so. It's Cincy. Come on, fucking Bearcats. Let's Cincinnati go. is not going to lose. I'll say right now, they're not going to lose both those games. They'll knock either beat wood. Indiana or Notre Dame, if not both of. They're going to beat fucking both of them. Let's go, Bearcats. Um, watch out for Boise. That's my that's my play. If they if okay. Boise gets past UCF, they get Oklahoma in Stillwater. BYU they get BYU later when BYU is not as good as they were a season ago. They've yeah. lost a lot. Well, they, oh, they get they get Oklahoma State at home. Yeah. Oh no, not in Stillwater. That's what I meant. They get them on the, on the Smurf turf? turf. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So can never sleep on those Broncos. There you go. Uh, all right, folks, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 teams. Uh, we got uh, a podcast for each team. Check that out going on. We just had an interview with Mike Leach and uh, Jim McMahon and uh, a few others, Larry, the cable guy talking Nebraska football, Phil Steele talking, uh, you know, college football and Randy cross as well. Check out all those, a lot of fun. Uh, so subscribe to the college football experience and the SG, you know, sports gambling podcast. Cause those, some of those are coming out on the sports gambling podcast as well. Uh, me, Patty C NC, Nick, we break down every single division one college football game uh, and college basketball game. Have been doing it for the past four years, been over 500 each and every year. So killing it. Yeah. For each sport. Not just as a collective, but also we got to start like handicapping lacrosse and fucking <laughs> golf and shit. I don't know that people care to, the, about that. Oh, they care. We got some degens out there, buddy. Well, uh, Patty C, I got a pretty full plate, man. <laughs> that's all you, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but believe so, me, the hundred thirty picks every Saturday morning yeah. are keeping me occupied. But subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, that's a separate feed. We talk college basketball year round. Interesting stuff with the NIL. A lot of players c- coming back. We got some preview pods out right now. We're going to continue that uh, in the coming days here. So check out the college basketball experience. And uh, like I said, we're over 500 picking every game for each sport, football and basketball for the past four years, each year, each sport. Uh, So uh, make sure you subscribe and, uh, and check out, check out the the podcast. I think you'll, you'll like it a lot. So uh, do that. And we're also way over 500 on our locks. So make sure you uh, make sure you subscribe. We give all of those picks for free on the SGPN app. Uh, it, it's a downloaded. You can download it for free at the iTunes store, the Google play store. And if you do download it, you'll get, not only will you get all of our podcasts that I just referred to, you'll get our picks. You'll get a contest. We just gave away a thousand dollars for the NBA finals free roll. So check out all of that. Uh, but if you download it, leave a nice five-star review, say some nice words about us and take a screenshot of that review. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D 
and I will send you a college football experience t-shirt in the mail, in the mail, brand new, not used. Uh, uh, give me a follow as well. Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give NC Nick a follow at NC underscore N I C K give the college football experience a follow at TCE on SGPN and make sure you give the sports gambling podcast network a follow at the SGP network. All right, folks, this is the college football experience group of five preview show. You better start thinking about yours.